Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Back and down from vaccine mandates. What's a story out of Virginia? But it could be the story out of here, there, or anywhere. That the rational mind knows that school boards should not be saying that schools have to be vaccinated. Yeah, you got a lot of people talking this kind of talk. Well, we'd get rid of those masks if uh, if everybody was vaccinated. The lies we tell ourselves, the lies they tell us about the science. You want to live in fear, go right ahead. But we think you're silly. Now, if you choose to wear a mask, you can be wearing a mask for all sorts of reasons. If you want to force people to wear a mask, we think you're dangerous and ignorant. Now, we are at this place. I have certainly tried again and again and again to try and ration with, reason with people. But they cannot be rationed with. They cannot be uh, reasonable reasonable people. They want to be violent people who live in fear, who decide you have to be vaccinated so we can protect the neighborhood. This is why the Sesame Street tweets were so insane over the past couple of days. Big Bird tweeting out. Okay, there's no Big Bird, but the, 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 the show, you know what I mean. Hey, I got vaccinated. My wing is a little sore, but it's going to really help me and help my neighborhood, protect my neighborhood. Why is anybody lying to Big Bird? This doesn't protect your neighborhood. You getting vaccinated doesn't protect your neighborhood at all. Any doctor who wants to call in and tell me how this protects your neighborhood, I dare you to do so. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, so good to be with you. 833-GOT-TONY, that's the number, 833-468-8669. You explain how getting vaccinated protects the neighborhood. I dare you to. Getting vaccinated can protect a person in the neighborhood but not completely. You can still get COVID. It'll lessen symptoms. That's what we know. And some people have adverse reactions to the vaccine. It's rare, but it can happen. I mean, I think we should discuss it all and let people make decisions for themselves. But because I'm vaccinated, doesn't mean that somebody else has more of a chance of getting COVID or less of a chance of getting COVID. It's not what it means. So why do we keep saying this? And if a doctor really wants to go down this road, feel free. And then I will ask you to explain California, which has a COVID rate, double Florida's. California is masked and Florida is not. So why don't you explain that? Why don't you explain it? Going back to Richmond, Virginia, the board voted 63 to prevent the superintendent from withholding pay or fining teachers, firing teachers, I should say, who refuse to get vaccinated. If they, the teachers or staff agree to weekly COVID testing provided by the Richmond public schools. However, even the every week testing is nonsense because it doesn't matter. The non-vaccinated person may get COVID and may have symptoms and those symptoms may be more severe or not. I mean, I mean, or not that, 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 that's all there is to it. 
the vaccinated person will have an easier time dealing with those symptoms. Those symptoms will be lessened. That's, that's the right way to say it. And in some cases, not. And that could depend on a whole series of things, like, for example, comorbidities. Now, if the superintendent of the Richmond Public Schools there in Richmond, Virginia, want to say that everybody has to lose 40 pounds, otherwise they're getting fired because the comorbidities are too uh, earth-shattering and we can't afford to lose people, I would then be very, very interested. I think it's a fine conversation to say, why are we focusing on everybody getting vaccinated? We should be focusing on people losing weight because clearly the obese had a terrible time dealing with COVID and we should recognize that fact. And maybe we should spend more time walking outside or lifting heavy objects. If there is anything in my own personal life that has really moved me regarding COVID, it is that. And that alone, the comorbidities, you guys know I do a morning show. Well, every morning before the morning show, I I bought the weight bench, I bought the heavy bag, I've added a couple more weights, got a couple more things to add, 15, 20 minutes every morning, 15 to 20 minutes every morning, I am, we, we we did the math. Um, last time I, I went to the doctor, I, ne- I never talk about this stuff, but if I'm bringing it up, I might as well share it all, right? I, at, 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 uh, am, am I giving numbers? Oh, screw it, I'll give numbers. Two years ago, I weighed 289, which you could not have guessed if you saw me. No chance I would have gotten that. And now I am 245. Now. I had started this a while ago because I knew something wasn't right. Something was physically off. Something was not connecting, and I couldn't figure out what my problem was. Nothing was working. It didn't make any sense. And I started going to a couple of doctors and blood tests here and checking things there and trying things there. And as I saw COVID, I added the the, the workout regimen because it's clear from the rational mind, that obesity is the killer. Hypertension is the killer. Diabetes is the killer. And I am not a guy who eats sugar. I I do not eat sugar. Over the past couple weeks, my stomach has been like, it was actually, it's almost gone now. Like, Two, three weeks. My stomach has been crazy. I didn't know if it was it was allergies. I didn't know I ate something wrong. The only thing that felt good on my stomach, swear to God, true story, potato chips. The only thing. And there were there's been like a week in there where like, that's kind of what I ate. I know, very strange, very awkward. Very, very, but I wasn't eating anything else. Nothing else agreed with me. Nothing else worked with me. We've all been through the, the, these, these kind of moments. Now I'm fine. Now I'm good and solid. The, 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 these things happen. Aside from that, and, then, and, and by the way, I do them with no salt. Oh, I, I hate myself so much. I can't even enjoy the simple pleasures. I have to ruin that too. I am not a guy who does sugar. Right, even when I'm doing a bourbon, I'm I'm not doing drinks. I do a drink, and I'm a sipper. I'm a long. I, I t- it takes a long time. I don't do sugary drinks. I don't do sugary foods. None of it. But my sugars were high, and that was part of the problem. It's like how I'm in like this pre-diabetic phase. I'm like, what the bloody hell? How is this even possible? So I started playing with it. Started really working it, 
asking questions, doing research, working harder, and now I don't have those issues. And I can tell you that over the last year, watching the comorbidities has been enough for me. You reduce weight in Americans across the board, you will reduce deaths from COVID across the board. Not a doctor, but I have watched a tremendous amount of Doogie Howser, MD. So I know what I'm talking about, people. Don't don't ask me if 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 I'm if I've got the goods. Oh, I know what I'm talking about. People losing weight would do America a lot better than mandates. Mandates continue to be nonsense. And mandates in the school system is criminally insane. So good on this school board for pushing back against a radical superintendent. That brings up, just before I get to the story, I don't want you to think that's the only one. I don't want you to think that that's the only story. Did you hear this? From Governor Chris Murphy of New Jersey, sorry, uh, uh, Phil Murphy of New Jersey. Phil Murphy of New Jersey, who should have been voted out, I only hope that the Republicans push for a recount. When he's asked the question by Chuck Todd over there at NBC. Nate fatigue. Everybody has it. I think you know it. Probably people that abide by the rules have it. Uh, Considering that that seemed to be a little bit of a motivator for some, are you at all thinking about some relief on any of your mandates? Listen, there's mandate fatigue everywhere, including with yours truly, so let there be no doubt about that. Um, at the moment, no, but my, my hope is particularly with our kids under the age of 12 that now being able to get the vaccine, that we will at some day sooner than later be able to lift the mask mandate that we have in schools. That is my fervent hope. We're not there yet, uh, but please, God, we can get there sooner than later. we got to get there safely. Got to get where? All the kids vaccinated? We can take the masks out of schools if the kids are vaccinated. God, there's a place in hell for people like that. I mean, it's just ugly as can be. And in addition to that ugly, there's a total misrepresentation of what it means to be anti-mandate. This story is from over at the New York Post. And the headline is, Anti-mandate teacher in Illinois reveals she had been vaccinated for months. Is that right? Anti-mandate teacher in Illinois reveals she had been vaccinated for months. So this teacher who fought against the COVID-19 vaccine mandates, even at the expense of her job, has revealed she's been vaccinated all along. Well, there's a difference between being anti-mandate and anti-vax. I am not anti-vax. I am absolutely opposed to mandates. Rational people are opposed to mandates because they are opposed to government force. And they're opposed to lying to people. 
The lies come when Joe Biden says we have to protect ourselves and protect our communities by getting everybody vaccinated so we can get rid of this pandemic. Virus is here for forever. Anybody who says otherwise is a lying jerk face. If you if you don't know, if you are not aware that COVID is with us for forever, you are either not paying attention, you are a fool, or you are a liar. And when it comes to Joe Biden, the answer is yes. Let me just pick your one. He's, he's all those things. We need to get everybody vaccinated so we can stop this pandemic. The pandemic doesn't stop. The, it's You just live with it. It's here. We can stop calling it a pandemic. It's just here. That's all there is to it. So let's not go down this road that somehow everybody has to be vaccinated for it to stop. I think the vaccine does work. I think the data does show us that. But being anti-mandate is different than being anti-vax. There is nothing wrong with this teacher being vaccinated and being opposed to mandates. That's a rational position. I would argue that's the position of a fair amount of people who are vaccinated. Because it's, well... Well, it's, it's, it's a rational position. If you're anti-vax and anti-mandate, that would, that's a position too. But anti-mandate and fine with the vaccine is rational. So this headline from the New York Post is kind of daft. Not kind of. It is daft because it's rational. Just like it's rational for the Richmond School Board to say, yeah, uh, we're not going to fire teachers because they're not vaccinated. Now, what's irrational is having them test every week. What do you care? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. A vaccinated person can have as much of a viral load as an unvaccinated person. And if you're not testing vaccinated people, well, then that's a whole other problem in and of itself because they can still have a viral load and still spread it. Science matters. That's how we started. I thought the science was supposed to matter. This is all a precursor to the fact that the Biden administration is still pushing employers to force their employees to get vaccinated, even though the Fifth Circuit says we've read or or there have been people who have read the OSHA rule, and we've got serious concerns about its constitutionality, about forcing these employers to to, uh, force or mandate vaccines. They don't care. They don't care that the Fifth Circuit said, oh, we're not so sure about this. We want to look at this. Just keep doing it. Just keep pushing it. Just keep spreading this fear-mongering, nonsensical garbage attitude into the sphere. Add to this the 11,000 Boeing workers who are looking for a vaccine exemption. Add to this all the police officers and others, all the members of the Air Force and others who are like, yeah, we don't want to take this thing. I don't think Joe Biden realized the level of pushback he was going to get. And he deserves the pushback. Huge, huge, huge amounts of pushback. Because mandates don't follow science. And you don't win people over with mandates. You explain your position and prove your point. That's how it works. 
But Joe Biden is an authoritarian, just like the rest of this administration, and they don't care about winning you over. They care about forcing you to do things that are totally unscientific. And they don't even talk about natural immunity. We'll leave that for another day. I'm Tony Katz. So they suspended Dave Portnoy from Twitter because he posted an email correspondence with the editor of Business Insider. Business Insider published this whole thing about how women are accusing him of sexual misconduct, even though they engaged in consensual sex with the man, because it was rough. I, I mean, that I'm, I think I'm saying it right. He denies the allegations. There's a report that the uh, journalist, quote-unquote, who wrote the story, Julia Black, maybe didn't reach out to the police department in Nantucket where supposedly these, these allegations come from. And it seems to me that they don't have enough here in, in the story. If they want to claim that they have more and they've got proof of this and proof of that, put it out there. It seems like a hit piece. It plays like a hit piece. I don't want to be in the business of defending Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports, but I'm going to defend anybody who gets, you know, abused like this with really nothing to back it up. You had sex with somebody, and then a couple days later, you're like, man, I did not enjoy that. All right, don't have sex with them again. That's it. If it's consensual, the end of the conversation. Suspending him from Twitter? Because he's exonerating himself? Nonsense. Twitter has allowed all sorts of things to happen. If there was a leak of Donald Trump's emails, it would be available everywhere. Jack would be retweeting it. It's just just another reason to absolutely hate these people. Absolutely positively evil and as I said yesterday I'll say it again you've got proof that Dave Portnoy did something wrong okay you got proof that Hunter Biden did something wrong okay when you don't have proof and you got allegations and accusations now you take a guy off social media we're not done with the ugly people yet that much is true this is Tony Katz today going to have more to say on Kyle Rittenhouse and this this trial against him which is just going so bad for the prosecution this is the uh, events that took uh, took place in Kenosha Wisconsin after the shooting of Jacob Blake the guy who had a knife the guy who didn't listen to police the guy who had a uh, a, uh, a warrant uh, saying they couldn't be near other people restraining order and he had kids in the car, was reaching into a car, maybe he was going to try and drive away in a car, got shot by police. He, it, it's all on him. I feel I don't feel bad for Jacob Blake at all. And then, oh, we, 
It's another shooting of a black man. No, 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 no. Everything requires its own look. And they were there were rioting and attacks in, in Kenosha. And then Kyle Rittenhouse was there and he ended up killing two and injuring one. And uh, they decided to uh, engage, you know, this trial. And, oh, this murderer, despicable. It's going very, very bad for them. Very bad for the prosecution because uh, the the uh, the prosecution has already destroyed its own case with some of the people that have been called to the stand who have admitted uh, that Kyle Rittenhouse did nothing wrong. Tony Katz, Tony Katz, today it's good to be with you. But the 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 the, the media folk they uh, they don't want to talk about Kyle Rittenhouse because they've already written off a Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse is nothing more than a terrorist. And I'm going to prove to you what they said, but I can only do it one way. Everybody gets a montage, and this is of all the woke folk who wanted you to know that Kyle Rittenhouse was a terrorist before they knew anything about the case at all. Kenosha shooter Kyle Rittenhouse, he murdered two people, by the way. Rittenhouse is basically what you would have had in a school shooter. He's a 17-year-old kid. He shouldn't have had a gun. He crossed state lines to supposedly protect property. No, he was going out to shoot people. Kyle Rittenhouse, the 17-year-old vigilante. Kyle Rittenhouse, a vigilante. Kyle Rittenhouse, the armed teenage vigilante. A 17-year-old vigilante, arguably a domestic terrorist, picked up a rifle, drove to a different state to shoot people. Kyle Rittenhouse. A guy who's deeply racist went with weapons to a Black Lives Matter protest looking to get in trouble. He did. He murdered a couple of people. Rittenhouse, uh, the 17-year-old kid, just running around shooting and killing protesters. You see the 17-year-old who was radicalized by Trumpism took his AR-15 to Kenosha and became a killer. Radicalized by Trumpism, deep-seated racism, running around shooting people. None of that is true. Certainly no bearing on the case, but he wasn't running around shooting people. There's been no conversation of race considering the people he shot were white. I don't know about the Trump part, but these people didn't care. It didn't matter to them. What mattered to them was being able to make some claim and then moving on with their day. If I did this, I'd be off the air. They would fire me for speaking in those kinds of absolutes, speaking without knowing anything about the situation at hand. Yet these guys do it all the time. I'll get into more of Kyle Rittenhouse and what's going on there coming up in a little bit. Meanwhile, $1.2 trillion for infrastructure, so they say. And Speaker Pelosi, she loves it. But we're here today to report on what we have done. This is a nearly trillion-dollar investment in Build Back Better and bipartisan infrastructure framework. Recognizes the interconnectedness of climate change and gender justice and enables women and girls to lead a just transition to a clean energy economy of the future. Can we just 
can we? Huh? Holy, holy cow! I mean, that's a that's a that's a line right there. This is Speaker Pelosi delivering this at the UN Climate Change Conference there in Glasgow. Let, let, let's hear it again. Recognizes the interconnectedness of climate change and gender justice and enables women and girls to lead a just transition to a clean energy economy of the future. The bill we just passed, the $1.2 trillion, uh, it recognizes the interconnectedness of climate change and gender justice. I, you know, I just gotta, gotta, gotta calm down. There we go. Uh, breathe in. Breathe out. Your head is heavy. Just let it all go. The theme from Taxi will take care of all of your ills. Who elected this damn fool? Speaker Pelosi is a dumb woman. Oh, oh! What? What? What's? What's the ooh? What's you the ooh, producer? Ends conversations. What's the ooh? Dumb ends conversations. Uh, I'm ending the conversation. She's a dumb woman. I thought you were going to be that. I said dumb woman. Well, I was going to say why? There are dumb men out there. Have you ever met Dick Durbin, a man most aptly named? Yeah, I, I like that. Joke. Have, have you ever met Richard Blumenthal, a man who lied about his Vietnam service? <laughs> have you met Chuck Schumer? A lot of dopey people out there. The idea that it's about climate justice and gender, whatever. Oh, this is this is a very 2021 statement. Recognizes the interconnectedness of climate change and gender justice and enables women and girls to lead a just transition to a clean energy economy of the future. No one knows what that means. George Orwell, if he were alive today, would be like, Oh, holy damn, that's good. I mean, I called it, but I didn't know it would do that. Whoo! That's, that's some word salad right there. Good job, Ingsoc. She continues. Our legislation advances our mission to decarbonize and realign every sector of the economy. It is a model of collaboration that brings together public, private, and nonprofit sectors to seal the, scale the solutions necessary for achieving net zero pollution globally. These bills are far-reaching in scale and scope, ensuring that the design, manufacturing, financing, and deployment of our economy, our future economy, is cleaner and greener. It's embarrassing. It really and truly is. It's f- embarrassing. <sighs> this one point two trillion dollars is is not something that I'm, I'm I'm a fan of, as as you well know. And I'm certainly not a fan of it uh, because what we have have done really is just continued the inflation show. We haven't made things better. You would think that with all this spending, stock market would be super excited. Right now, the Dow is down 200. NASDAQ is down over 100. You think they'd be all about this? Maybe they learned that Joe Biden's got himself another plan. 
This plan is mo- is uh, quite a few billion dollars to upgrade the ports. We just passed one point two trillion dollars. That's not enough to upgrade the ports. That's not enough to upgrade. According to sources, the administration is going to begin work within the next 60 days with the Army Corps of Engineers on $4 billion worth of construction work at coastal ports. It will identify and prioritize $3.4 billion in upgrades to obsolete inspection facilities that will make international trade more efficient through the northern and southern borders. This reporting from CNBC. Now, you're going to have zero issue from me regarding doing these things because these things make sense. What is it that we have in the ports and how can we make them more efficient? How can we make it all better? Makes perfect sense. If we're going to put even more money to it outside of the $1.2 trillion, well, then we've got ourselves a major problem. If it's part of the $1.2 trillion, well, then that would be an actual infrastructure thing, and I think you'll find very few people who are opposed to it while they do oppose the $1.2 trillion price tag. But it's the wokeness that's the problem. If this was supposed to be about infrastructure, why are we talking about climate and women and all the ignorance they're in? Why would we be doing that? The wokeness is not a bug, it's a feature. This is how they act. And part of this is is how they treat others. And and the the the, the levels of disdain. Now we see this when it comes to race. So this is a story about State Street Global Advisors, which has what, 100,000 employees, something like that. They've been around for 200 plus years. Uh, they have now put forth that you cannot hire white men. You have to ask permission to do so. It's their diversity hiring initiative. It's on every senior executive scorecard. That, according to the bank's head of inclusion, diversity, and corporate citizenship. So if you don't think that these DEI people in schools are bigots and practice bigotry, that's all you need to know. So they are going to work to increase female representation and the number of colleagues from ethnic minorities. And if executives don't meet the target, they face lowered bonuses. So now they're going to hire just to hire to filling all the boxes so they can get their bonuses, not having to do anything with whether or not people are capable. This is not to say these people are incapable or uncapable, however it is, however it is you want to say it, but clearly you're hiring to quota to show that you are woke. Showing you are woke is more important than the reality. Speaker Pelosi doesn't care about the $1.2 trillion of spending. She gets to show how caring she is. But the $1.2 trillion does the country great, great, great amount of damage. This company, uh, State Street Global Advisors, they don't care that they're hurting their own business model. They care that they show how woke they are. Columbia University has now decided that employees can be dismissed for using the wrong pronouns. Intentionally misgendering someone is against policy. There's a video called Why Pronouns Matter. 
how using correct pronouns is a way to respect those around you. Intentionally misgendering someone, this is what it reads, by refusing to use the correct pronouns or name is a violation of the Columbia University non-discrimination policy. Words matter. Even unintentional errors can create challenges. Translation, if you don't even know you're using the wrong pronoun and use the wrong pronoun, you can still lose your job. And they think they're creating a better world. Speaker Pelosi thinks she's creating a better world. What the hell do these people know? By the way, if you send your kid to Columbia, it's clear that you hate your kid. I mean, it really, it truly is. You want to put them in the middle of this? Discipline may include, but is not limited to, reprimand warning, change of the respondent's job duties, disciplinary probation, revocation of honors and awards, restricted access to university facilities or activities, a no-contact order, relocation of a respondent's university-provided residence, relocation of a respondent's workplace station, demotion, administrative leave with or without pay, suspension with or without pay, unpaid leave, and dismissal or restriction from university employment. The university may also require training or educational intervention. Translation, you'll be treated like a Uyghur Muslim and be re-educated whether you like it or not. After all, your whole career depends on it. Depends on whether you called that person he or she or it or they or any other terminology they decided at the moment fits them. You think you can run a society that way? You can't. I refuse to play into the gender to the to the uh, pronoun game. I'll use any word I like, and you don't have to like me. But I, it is not incumbent upon me to utilize the right pronoun. It is not incumbent upon me. And you could say, Tony, that's pretty jerky. But uh, then again, <laughs> so is telling somebody they'll lose their job if they use the wrong pronoun, and they got no problem with that. They're probably cheering that at Columbia. The reason I say you hate your kid, even though this applies to uh, the, the staff, is if you think your kid should be around that and think that that's right, you hate your child. Or may, maybe I have to say it differently. You clearly want something for your child that I don't want for mine. And what I want for mine is something of value. I want them to be able to think. You want them to cower and stay silent and allow other people to decide whether or not you're okay. I don't think that's the way free speech works. I think parents should stand up for their kids and stand up to this nonsense. Because it is nonsense. Why does anybody think the transgender deserve this much power? I mean, live your life, but I'm not giving you any power over me. I'm not giving anybody who's even non-transgender this power over me. I'll use whatever words I want. Don't talk to me. I don't care. You go live your life, I'll go live mine, but you're not going to be able to tell me how to live my life and how to use the words in my life. Why, why would I give that up to you? Why would I ever give you that power, that dominion over me? What kind of slavery-inducing psychopathy is this? Nonsense. But they think it's good, and they think they're doing good. Just like Speaker Pelosi, with her nonsense commentary there, probably thinks that she's doing some whole bit of good. The interconnectedness of climate change and gender justice and enables women and girls to lead a just transition to a clean energy economy of the future. She said nothing. That's just dumb. Sorry, but it is. I'm Tony Katz.
Wolf Blitzer of CNN is tweeting out gas prices in D.C. Regular is four twenty nine a gallon. Supreme is four seventy nine a gallon. When you've lost Wolf Blitzer, I mean, <laughs> that's saying something. In the meantime, producer Ari asked during the break when it comes to when it comes to this Kyle Rittenhouse case, why would the prosecution? Go forward with the case they knew they were going to lose. They knew what was going to get said. Why would they do this? Well, we haven't dug into the absolute pressure on the prosecution to prosecute. And if they hadn't, would people be coming for them in their homes? We're going to pretend no? Oh, you got to do the right thing. Come to the right decision. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today.